For the man of the hour, this dude is awesome. I loved, love, love our pre-interview call where we got to get to know each other and hear more about what we're creating. And he is up to some amazing things, empowering people with their mindset, with the spiritual undertone. I love it, like talking about choice and consciousness and just so, so, so amazing. So I know this interview is going to be amazing. Make sure you stick around till the end because I'm sure, I'm sure you're going to get some gold nuggets. Have a pen and paper ready, ready to take notes, because Wahido is going to share the genius. So I'm going to read his introduction. Mr. Wahido Marata is a certified ICF life coach committed to helping entrepreneurs go beyond struggles, limiting belief systems, and boost their self-confidence, motivation, and self-awareness. His goal is to assist entrepreneurs to create a strong mindset that allows them to exponentially increase their social media presence, create a massive action plan, resources, and strategies to grow their businesses, and learn how to generate more leads and sales online. Learn how to make a bigger impact in the world with their work and increase revenue. Learn how to build a solid rock reputation and how to grow and monetize Instagram and other social media platforms. And he is here to share the wisdom with us today. Wahido, are you ready to rock this? Thank you. I'm yes. ready. Yes. I have been ready. I, I was born ready, like That's you say. Right. Yes. That's right, man. Dude, we're going to rock it today. Super, super <laughs> grateful to have you on, sharing your wisdom, you. your perspective from across the world. Where are you at right now again? I'm in Sao Paulo, Brazil. Brazil. Yes. I love it. Portuguese, a little bit. <laughs> I love it, man. It's so amazing. Thank you so yeah. much for being here and making the time out of your schedule to share with our audience how we too can become our greatest possible self and, and grow. So thank you, thank you, thank you, man. Thank you. Thank you. You're it's welcome. a pleasure. You're it's welcome, pleasure. man. Let's start diving into the theme of the day, which today is a universe of duality. So, Wahido, how has this concept of duality, a universe of duality, how has it impacted your life? How has it played a role in your life? What does that mean to you? Well, um, you know, of course, it's a very interesting question. And, uh, you know, I kind of prepared myself because I, I heard you asking that question before. <laughs> But it's actually something that I've been listening to since the age of 17, hmm. when I started reading spiritual books, spiritual books from people like uh, Paramahansa Yogananda or Osho, or, um, you know, like Deepak Chopra. And, uh, you know, it's, it's something that uh, resides here on our reptilian brain, actually, you know, hmm. like the fight or flight mechanism that it's like triggered whenever you are in danger. Hmm. And so... I think it's very important to have this sense of duality, uh, basically to, to create like this sort of uh, good judgment in our yeah. minds. But, you know, it's, it's something that we grow up with, uh, you know, right or wrong, uh, you know, what, what is uh, supposed to be the conscious or unconscious way of doing things. Mm -hmm. uh, I heard someone speaking about yin yang and, uh, you know, there, there is this kind of... Uh, leather you know like the the superior people and the, you know mm. comes a lot from the hindu uh, traditions you know the brahmins are the highest and the untouchable are the, the lowest and you know I, I lived in india I, i've seen that you know mm. for one year you know it's 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 how it is but what i find interesting is how you actually tackle that duality mm. and uh, you know creating a, a, a daily practice Mm -hmm. to, to really make sure that you are not falling into judgments. For me, mm -hmm. duality means judgment. And so, in order for you to actually create this sense of non-judgment, non-attachment, mm -hmm. you know, where you actually see the perspective from a non-biased, um, uh, you know, uh, perspective, mm -hmm. uh, means that you are not falling into a duality and uh, not falling into a judgment. So, mm -hmm. that's, that's what I think it's more, more the practical sense of, of duality because, you know, we cannot live without it right. you know we always have to make a judgment on a daily basis it's best not to to judge the book by its cover that's mm. definitely what i what i you know live by yeah. but i think you need to create a certain type of judgment otherwise it becomes very difficult to live in this kind of mundane kind of mm. uh, physical realm of existence yeah, I find that so interesting. Like the judgment of what what do I choose? You know, there's there's almost like a judgment of choosing or, you know, what's what's next? What's what should I wear today? What should I eat? What is the healthiest for me? Or who should I partner up with in business? Who should be who who am I gonna choose for my um, you know, significant other? That takes 
a level of critical thinking of, of judging, so to speak, which one is best. But then there's also the aspect of, well, I'm judging this person because they're not like me or because they don't think like me or because I, I think that they're doing it wrong or I know I think I have input or I want to fix them or blah, 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 right? So I think mm-hmm. it's it's such an interesting wow. universe of duality just within that that concept. <laughs> Definitely. But, you know, the, the thing is, uh, I, I tend to more and more uh, use less of my rational mind. Yeah. And, uh, you know, things like emotional intelligence, empathy, mm-hmm. you know, even being patient and uh, really getting the, the right uh, kind of uh, assertive uh, judgment mm-hmm. out of the situation, uh, you know, based on intuition. You know, things that really, really make more sense for me than the rational mind that really tries to, you know, in a rational way, Mm. say, you know, this should be like that because of this and that. And many times, you know, the the BS that you spoke about, you know, for me, it actually means belief systems. Yep. And so many times using our rational mind becomes, you know, actually falling into limiting belief systems. Mm. So LBS. And means that, you know, you are falling into repetitive patterns mm. that you are many times are not even conscious of. Wow. And basically, they dictate your daily life and your daily moves. And uh, if you don't have, like, someone that either is your partner or a family member, someone that you trust, or even, like, a mentor or a, a coach, mm-hmm. uh, like, that keeps you accountable of, of your actions, then you are, in my opinion, a bit lost. Yeah. And that's a shame, really. Yeah, it, it it's so essential to be grounded in reality with our with our where, wherever we're thinking we're going wherever our heart is going whether wherever our spirit is going it's important to be grounded in like how does this really sound and and how does it come off how can i communicate this not only to to myself but to others so that it's effective in in dealing with reality cuz you know we could live on on mars so to speak in our head and pretend like the world is mars and and act like it's mars and that would be the fastest way to disconnect out of reality with other people so that we can get along. And I think that's a big challenge with spiritual people is they become so um, enlightened, so so aware of whatever realities and dimensions are beyond what most people are operating in that they disconnect themselves because they don't know how to communicate and come back to what is with you know the mass society so to speak which which poses as a challenge to their general well-being and getting through life with success you know with with happiness with fulfillment definitely and and i believe that uh, you know there there needs to be a very very deep sense of balance yeah and uh, you know it's like i I was uh, reading or uh, watching someone on on ted talk today Mm -hmm. speaking about being an introverted and, uh, you know, what she was saying is it's so important to be in nature, for instance, in order for you to really come back to that silent space. Mm. And so I believe that, you know, in one side, you should really focus on, you know, spirituality and, uh, you know, getting that kind of awareness that I believe comes a lot with emotional intelligence yeah. and really, really being able to listen, you know, to listen to yourself, to listen to your mind and really be able to discern it and then bringing that to our kind of daily life yeah. so that we can actually communicate to people in the best way possible. And, you know, like you and I, you know, like being a coach, for instance, you know, yeah. I have trained myself so much to listen, mm. to really be able to listen. And I believe that this is a bit of a quality of the feminine, of the feminine energy. Yeah. But, you know, more and more needs to be practiced. If we don't practice, you know, it's like a muscle. If you don't practice, practice this kind of listening, then you are basically not able to go deep into your own listening and mm. go deep in the listening of especially the people around you, like your, uh, you know, girlfriend or boyfriend or, or you know, if you're married, like wife or, or husband. Yeah, 100%. 100% Wahido. And we have Jonathan out in the audience who said, hey, gentlemen. We have Yishu who gave a thumbs up. So welcome. Welcome both of you. I see Laura's out there as well. So Halo, what's up? You know, my girlfriend I know is is either here or, you know, her energy is definitely supporting us 24-7. So it's it's awesome. She's amazing. So I we kind of dove in deep. And I love how we did that. I love when it's like we're already like 10 minutes into the interview. It's like, oh, my gosh, you know, like we like I want to introduce you as well, kind of to get people understand 
understanding about you. You mentioned emotional intelligence. I know that's a big focus of yours these days. So why don't you share a little bit more for people who don't know you yet, who are finding out about you, a little bit more about yourself, Wajito. Sure. You know, uh, I, I was brought up in Portugal uh, in a very sort of Catholic kind of uh, uh, special kind of energy. Mm. And, uh, you know, by the age of 17, I really started reading books, which I mentioned that really, really changed the way that I saw life mm. and the way that I've seen my life with my family happen. Mm. And, um, you know, I, I became a civil engineer. I uh, at the age of 21, became a tennis coach, you know, by the Portuguese Federation of Tennis. And I just loved the game. I was really passionate. But then I became a civil engineer. I went to Madrid and I worked there for one year. Hmm. But after one year, I basically couldn't find myself. You know, hmm. I couldn't find myself in that reality. And so I had to change. And I came back to Portugal and uh, I wanted to change, but there was nothing really in the moment that I felt drawn to. Hmm. And so... I really put in practice one of my dreams, which was to go to India. And so I went there and I spent one year really focusing totally on a daily basis, on really almost 24-7 mm. uh, with meditation, with breathing techniques, and also with uh, Ayurvedic medicine and a uh, bit of yoga and also massage. What, what and, difference uh, did you see before you went to India and then after? What, what, what differences? Well, you know... Uh, uh, before, I, I have gone to several countries, mainly in Europe, mm -hmm. uh, but uh, I also had visited, you know, Manhattan and, uh, you know, other places a bit far, further away, but I never had such an experience with so many people from around the world because mm -hmm. actually where I was, was really, really like a, a sort of an ashram, you know, mm -hmm. and, uh, you know, for, for, for those who don't, doesn't know, don't know who an ashram, what an ashram is, it's like a spiritual school. And, um, you know, there was people from Japan, from Korea, from Israel, from America, Mexico, Argentina, Brazil, you know, there was like, I met in a year, like people from all walks of life mm -hmm. and all from all different countries. And, um, you know, I really, really fulfilled one of my dreams. I actually had moments of deep bliss. You know, I really felt like this happened. You know, this is happening. And so uh, the, the, the person that came back came really, really focused on what he wanted to do, but with a baggage of tools that, uh, that they didn't exist so much in Portugal. But I wanted to go deeper. And so I moved to America, well, not, not permanently, but I went to America to um, New Jersey and Palm Springs, and I did two courses with Tony Robbins. Mm. And I really got introduced with uh, coaching and NLP. And I really, really came back with the focus that, you know, this, this I found out what I wanted to do. And so I started practicing in coaching. I started giving a lot of workshops, a lot of um, group and uh, individual sessions. Mm -hmm. And, um, you know, many years later, I became... Uh, uh, ICF life coach mm -hmm. and uh, you know that also changed the game because being a you know like um, a, a tennis player and then becoming a coach mm -hmm. you know really really you know kind of shows you the little molecules that go between the brain that plays tennis and the brain that coaches oh yeah tennis oh yeah and so you know taking a course on on coaching became you know, like a total different universe. You know, mm -hmm. I, I was able to structure my sessions. I was able to really, you know, uh, get really, really in touch with emotional intelligence, intuition, time management, and so on and so forth. And uh, and, and then I became uh, kind of an expert. You know, I, I don't know, I know why, but people started coining me as an expert on Instagram because I started basically having clients from 10 to 50,000 uh, followers mm -hmm. really asking me to help them increase their following and uh, increase their ratings, you know, their, their engagement ratings. And, and uh, that, that's what I'm doing at the moment, you know, I'm being a life coach with clients in Australia to America to Mexico and many, many countries in Portugal and now, uh, sorry, in Europe, mm -hmm. including Portugal, uh, Germany, Sweden, Austria, and now also in Brazil. And, you know, I, I'm just super, super grateful about the game and, you know, working with people like uh, your girlfriend, Petia, and uh, yeah. other people, you know, I have so many mentors in in, uh, in America at the moment, like Louis Howells, Jasmine Starr, Evan Carmichael, mm -hmm. and also Gary Vaynerchuk, which I'm going to meet very, very soon on my birthday on the 27th of September in Poland. Yeah. And I'm super excited. Love it's gonna it. It's going to be amazing. Yeah. Dude, awesome. So awesome. in a nutshell, that's, 
that's where I went from to yeah. where I am now. You know? Dude, so so beautiful, yeah. and I'm sure there's so much that came from being an athlete, coaching athletes, high performance, and then also getting into this world of social media and you know online and technology. What what would you say? What have the what did you discover in blending those two worlds of of athleticism and and three words three worlds athleticism coaching and then social media? What did you notice? Very interesting. You know, there is one word that com- that uh, joins them all, or, or there, there is like a thread line in all of them, and uh-huh. basically it's attention. Mm. So the thing is, when you are an athlete, the attention is on yourself. Mm. You know, it's like what do you love to do, and uh, and also with coaching, you know, it's like in my practice mm-hmm. it's like what do i love to do but then in the social media is where is the attention of the people that are wanting to know more about yourself or want to know more about whatever mm-hmm. so where is that attention and uh, you know from what i've been learning with many many kind of um, social media and uh, g- digital marketing gurus is mm-hmm. you know you need to find where the attention is mm-hmm. and uh, the attention of your um uh, sort of um, audience, you mm-hmm. know, your, your uh, audience avatar, you know, you need to really be clear about that. And of course, you need to be clear about what you're offering. Mm-hmm. But uh, that, that's, that's what I what I feel like, just the first thing that came into my mind, you know, it's the attention, attention. that, uh, you know, either what you do, what you love in order to fulfill that kind of um, uh, aspect of yourself and then fulfilling the, the, the expectations or the needs of the people that uh, get your attention or, or, or vice versa. Yeah. Wow. That's, that's incredible. And I think that's so powerful because attention is, is everywhere, you know, like attention. Are you, are you being attentive with your spiritual practice? Are you being present? You know, when I, th- when I think of attention, I think of present or presence, you know, or what kind of attention is, is people, are people drawing? What kind of a presence, a social media presence does people, does someone have? And I think that that attention and the, the aspect of energy flowing towards where attention is going is so powerful right and i I love it man it's super cool yeah exactly and and, you know like what i do and uh, what i hear many many of the the media gurus say is Mm -hmm. you know the energy goes where the energy flows Mm -hmm. and so you know it's not my chance that i'm speaking about emotional intelligence connected Mm -hmm. to listening because if you don't listen where the attention of your audience is Mm -hmm. you will never reach them Mm. right and if you don't listen to where your why your what uh, is inside of you mm. if you don't listen to that aspect that fires you up that fuels your every morning that you wake up every morning and say look this is why i was born this mm. is why god put me in this place at this time for me to wake up and say look yeah. world just wait for me because i'm coming mm. you know so that that energy you know it's it's really for me what's what needs to be present on, on on a daily basis you know it doesn't mean that we don't go in, in ups and downs and yeah. uh, you know sometimes we feel more demotivated and uh, you know perhaps one day we procrastinate a bit more than others but yeah. you know it's it's that kind of mindset that keeps you going on a daily basis yeah i love it i love it so one of the things that we want to talk about today is like the mindset shift you know yeah. what what is that shift did we have we already covered it with presence and attention or is it something else that you think is important that we we get to shift no, I, I believe that, uh, you know, basically for me, mindset, and, and I resumed it in a word, in, in a sentence, sorry, that, mm-hmm. uh, you know, I posted on, on my videos is basically that energy that doesn't let us be dragged down by emotional, by emotions, thoughts, and feelings. Mm-hmm. And so every time that there is a feeling, an emotion connected to some kind of negativity or the bias negative of the brain, then you need to be aware enough to catch yourself and say, look, this is bs Mm. this is belief systems this is not me and so that's you know mindset is an energy it's it's so powerful and present but you need to be aware of it Mm. and uh, the more you practice it the more it becomes really really powerful and for instance i there is something that i usually tell my clients which is uh, the five second rule by mel robbins Mm -hmm. you know that she says that affects the brain in a in a you know it creates a chemistry in the brain in that moment that really changes the way that you feel you know like tony robbins says you know the state you know the emotional state is what basically can change 
your your um, uh, situation, your yeah. feeling, your yep. your focus. You know, and it actually says is the focus. You know, whatever you focus on becomes your reality. Mm-hmm. And so, the mindset is exactly that. You know, it's when many times unconsciously we have, and, and that's the most difficult part. Mm-hmm. We have those negative thoughts and those negative emotions, and they basically put us in the focus of the negative or mm. a place that doesn't serve us, that's when the mindset needs to come up, yeah. you know, that energy needs to come up and say, look, I know, I've been there, I know that space. Mm. Although it might be confusing, although the melatonin levels and, and the, the, the cortisol, uh, <laughs> you know, are totally unbalanced, you know, even then you need to be having strong mindset yep. so that you can actually address the situation so yeah. that that's something that i would include and then the mindset shift really means that you know you create that reality on a daily basis you practice yeah. practice practice you know ppp it's the only way <laughs> to actually make anything happen you know it's a muscle it's yeah. like intuition it's like emotional intelligence if you don't practice it you you are totally mm. sure that it will never happen because it, it, it's, it's a muscle, it, it doesn't evolve, it, it stagnates. Yeah. Actually, it's, it's worse than that. It, it doesn't stagnate. It doesn't go on to a... Like Atroph- a, a it atrophies. <laughs> atrophies. Exactly. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. Totally. Man, that's, that's so powerful. And, you know, this, this brings to mind something. I've, I'm working with a client right now. He's done a ton of personal development training. And he's, like, super powerful, you know, like successful business, all this good stuff. And he, I still find that he goes back to that like old, old thinking pattern and being really harsh and critical on himself, even though he's had tons of consciousness training, tons of, you know, he creates his own reality, he chooses his reality, all this training and development. And still, like over time, without that reinforcement, without that practice, because he's, he's been not as involved in that in those trainings and those personal development trainings. And I've been coaching him consistently. And I see I notice like, hey, man, like, like I, I saw when you were coaching in in this specific group, you were like on fire, and now it's like you, I hear the language, and I don't think you're as aware or awake to the language that you're using. And so, just to remind him, like, hey, you are your biggest cheerleader, and you could spend all of your time self-criticizing, saying all the things that are wrong, because this dude is like so powerful. It's almost like he's creating obstacles for himself because he just isn't aware. He's not he's not choosing to be aware. He's not choosing to be responsible and like take charge of that and so i just reminded him like dude it's you who's choosing your reality what you focus on expands what are you focusing on you want to keep explaining all the reasons why your your spirituality isn't expanding or do you want to invest your time and your energy into your into your victory story into your success story into your state of of being a freaking champion you know and it's it's simply diverting that energy now there's probably going to be beliefs that are deep down inside that are causing those that we got to get uprooted over time. And I believe it starts with that, just changing the choice, just like start choosing a different path uh, more frequently. So I'm sure you have experience getting to those deeply rooted beliefs. I'm curious what, what you think is, is the best way to approach those or how to actually start uprooting those or, or just deal with those. You know, I can share something that uh, Tony Robbins did in, in this uh, Date with Destiny course that mm-hmm. I took with him in Palm Springs. And it was like, you know, almost 13 years ago. But, wow. you know, I've been practicing that. And it's actually one of the best ways to tackle any belief system and actually mm-hmm. to change it permanently. Mm-hmm. And, uh, you know, maybe, maybe uh, you know, it's two tips actually that I would like to give. But one of them is really to write things down. Yes. You know? And it starts by, you know... Uh, First of all, uh, one of the tips is, you know, to really have a coach, to really have someone that keeps you accountable, mm. that really is able to, on your face, in a gentle way, in a, in a <laughs> loving way, say, look, this is what's happening. And you might not be aware. Mm. So that's the first thing, you know, yeah. and, and I, I will never stop having coaches for exactly this reason. Yep. And guess what? Neither Tony Robbins. You know, I posted not so long ago um, a video on, on Instagram about one minute long of Tony saying, you know, I constantly train my mind, constantly train my body, and I cannot do it without coaches. Mm. So if you, if you doubt me, doubt my words, go there on my Instagram, Wahidamrata. No, sorry, just Wahidamrata, mm. and see that that post. You know, it's it's him. And why? Because they are so powerful. They keep you accountable. So the the second thing is to write them down. But if, to write them down in a very specific way. First of all, is to write down the exact thing that you're telling yourself. Mm. So say to yourself, like, I'm not good enough. Hmm. 
I cannot do this. I will not be able to do this because of this, 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 and this. And, and when you write it down, it becomes very, very powerful because yeah. there is some kind of chemical reaction that happens in the brain that makes things more real mm. and more tan tangible. And so it doesn't become like, oh, it's just a thought, who cares, and let's go to the next thing. So it becomes you know, much more tangible. And this is, this is for the negative aspect first, right? Like to get the negative thought down on paper first or... Right? Definitely, yeah. definitely. So whatever you're telling yourself, you know, usually uh, belief systems are not positive, you know, right. because if you're positive, <laughs> it's actually an empowering system, belief right. system, you know, it's something that you actually want to do more than less. So I'm talking right. here about things that are actually kind of um, sort of creating that negative feeling inside of yourself. Right. And when you, when you say it, then you really analyze it. And then you really say to yourself, how is this impacting my life? Mm. How negatively is this impacting your life, my life? And on a scale of zero to 10, say, this is impacting my life on, say, eight, nine, or 10. Mm -hmm. And if it's not on a 10, really find out if it's really serving you so that it goes up to a 10, so that there is really a, a, like a negative reinforcement of that negative thought. Mm. And then it's basically to usually check the, the opposite of that, in a positive way mm -hmm. and really start thinking you know if you know like like i make it made a video yesterday and the video was about you know asking yourself what if mm -hmm. and so to ask yourself what if instead of this i would say something else mm -hmm. and really kind of change that negative thought by a positive empowering thought mm -hmm. and then whenever you catch yourself saying that thing to yourself go back to the to your notes Mm. revise them and really say what if i would say this mm. and that becomes repet repetitive that becomes a new empowering thought that will change the old negative one mm. and that's basically how you change negative belief systems or just limiting belief systems mm. you know it's it's very powerful it takes practice yeah. but more, moreover it takes emotional intelligence it takes time for you to listen to yourself to really know what you're telling yourself, mm. even if it's unconscious. Sometimes it's very powerful to just write down, if it's not a conscious thought, the feeling. Mm. What are you feeling? No. And why are you feeling it? Mm. So let's change. Let's, you know, like Tony Robbins said, let's change its state. Yeah. You know, how are you feeling now? Oh, you know, I'm, I'm a bit down and, you know, your head goes a bit down or shoulders are a bit crunched. You know, put yourself straight and say that's empowering uh, feeling or that empowering uh, communication louder and, and more powerfully mm. and, and it changes it changes yeah i love it i love this and jonathan said it's so amazing how much resistance comes up when you tell people to write down exactly what they tell themselves myself included so just like that act of writing you know i know i used to judge myself when it came to journaling and say i i don't know how to journal i i hate journaling this this sucks i'm not good at this blah 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 and uh, i got got into the habit of it and it got easier and you know it takes time takes practice and i think one of the other pitfalls that came up for me is I got frustrated when I would do this exercise and write down a, a negative thought and then like cross it out and then write the opposite and like do all the work on replacing it with the opposite. And then I would come back to it, you know, six months or a year later or wh however long and I would have the same thought and I'm and like the same negative belief. And I'm like, what the heck, man? I did this already. I remember writing this one down. This is BS, you know, <laughs> like bullshit. <laughs> I believe belief system and bullshit, <laughs> both of them. Uh, so, you know, I was just like really frustrated. But then I recognized, dude, it, it's like repetition. It is so work in the muscle. It's so defining a new groove, a new pattern. And I just. I get to be patient with myself in this process because this is this is you know the the way I know right now it's the way I have access to so just do the work and don't complain about it don't beat yourself up don't shame or guilt or anything like that but just keep doing the process whenever you notice more and more stuff is coming up or if you feel overly negative or if you feel stuck or whatever it might be go through the process and release some of that negative belief system to replace it with a new one so you can get back into action and feel better but um, it was it was huge for me to just like learn how to accept that that was my process and not judge myself for it coming back up or for it taking years to to get rid of some of these beliefs you know 
Yeah, and, and this is why you know it's so important, for instance, to share them with people, mm, you know, yeah. especially people that you trust, like your girlfriend, or yeah. uh, you know, have a you know, be be in the mastermind group, you know, mm. either a mastermind with someone that is your colleague. Like I have a lot of my mastermind uh, uh, talks and calls with with different individuals and groups because you know it keeps you accountable and, mm. and really you know it's like. Uh, really sharing, you know, and, and really being open and humble enough to say, look, I'm struggling with this. Can yeah. someone help me? Like, you know, I really want to change, but somehow it keeps hammering and keeps coming up and I don't know how to overcome it. Mm. And so I believe it's really, really important because then it becomes really a process of evolving, mm. you know? Yeah, 100%. And I love that too because it's like evolution. It doesn't matter how, how long it takes or you know what kind of different curves and turns. It's like, do you know what your vision is? What is your, your greatest possible self, your best version of yourself? And how are you going to take a step today to get towards there? It's like one step at a time. That's, that's all we can ask of ourselves is one step at a time. Exactly. And, and another word is patience. You know? Yeah. The yeah. more I age, you know, the, the more I, I, you know, it's just like, you know, it's some, some, some things just take time. And, yeah. uh, you know, they, there's no rush, you know, in the end, you know, it's the moment that matters, you know, mm. all the steps, consciously, unconsciously, mental, emotional, uh, you know, intuition, you know, it's, it's all that matters in the moment. Yeah. If it takes a bit more time, you know, that's, that's how it is. But uh, it's very difficult not to beat ourselves up, but you know, it's it's just how it is, and uh, yeah. it's a, it's a great asset, you know, being patient. Yeah. Pa patience is is huge, and I love how you said there about like this moment. You know, that really this moment is all we have. You know, and to, for for me, a challenge was falling in love with the process of creation, the process of becoming my greatest possible self, because I was so attached to having the end result rather than loving this moment and the beauty that is this moment and everything that is this moment whatever you know whatever size my biceps are whatever size my bank account is whatever the st status of my um you know love life is or whatever it might be it's like it's so perfect and i get to take the next step exactly and uh, you know it's really really like uh, step by step and yeah. uh, without without patience uh, there is no step you know mm. and uh, without having the goal and the vision that patience is part of it then uh, you know it's it's really really difficult to to really envision the life of your dreams and and this is actually what I, what I do a lot with my my clients you know is to envision their best life their dream life actually and uh, you know that that's what uh, inspired me to create courses like uh, you know I have a goal setting course on Udemy that the first fourteen hours got almost a thousand students enrolled wow. because you know the power of a step by step guidance in order to reach our goals and you know. With patience, getting yeah. the little steps that lead to the micro, the macro steps, yeah. and uh, ultimately lead to your dream um, realization, uh, is is a must. And uh, you know, it it really really helps. Patience, patience. Mm. Beautiful, beautiful. What else would you say are some of the distinctions of emotional intelligence? What else do we need to know to be successful with um, our emotions, managing our emotions, and being able to interact with others who are, you know, they're, like I think emotional intelligence helps us get along better in life or succeed better. So tell us more about uh, emotional intelligence and, and distinctions that we should know. Yeah. So basically, uh, you know, from, from what I've learned, there is several ways to actually look at emotions. Mm -hmm. And uh, th there's three main ways and uh, they all lead to the same, which is consciousness. Okay. And so, you know, the, the fact that uh, we engage in different sort of emotions, let's say anger, for instance, I, I love anger because it's, it's something that everyone can relate to. Yeah. You know, there's actually three stages that they say that, um, you know, can, can uh, uh, make you understand and deal with anger in a more effective way hmm. and uh, you know the, the these stages are more or less like awareness stages yeah and so the first sort of awareness stage is where you actually you know get into the emotion and don't even notice wow. and so you are angry uh, you know and angry you know it's it's there's three forms of communication basically the passive the aggressive and the the assertive mm -hmm. and so you know Anger is actually a, 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 a very aggressive kind of communication, which doesn't um, let you reason and doesn't let you be really assertive and uh, in a position that you are discerning. Mm -hmm. So it's actually very, very reactive. It's actually part of our reptilian brain that lets us either fight 
or flight or freeze. Yep. And so, you know, that, that's basically the first stage of awareness, which is basically no awareness. Mm. Uh, but, um, you know, then there is another stage, which is basically you go into the emotion, but you catch yourself in that negative emotion, that negative I say negative because, you know, might sound like a judgment, but basically is, uh, you know, not being able to really communicate in a, in a conscious way, in, a, mm. in an assertive way. But you catch yourself. So you are like, okay, able to change in that moment, that kind of rush of mm. adrenaline or cortisol or even sometimes dopamine uh, that flushes your brain and uh, really makes you feel like in power and totally ready to, to fight anyone. Mm. So that lowers because you are able to catch yourself, right? Mm. So first, you don't know what you're doing. Second, you don't know, but you catch yourself. But thirdly, you are going to engage in an emotion that is not helping you at all, but you catch yourself before you do it. And so you are able to communicate in a very, very um, conscious way. Mm. So emotional intelligence has to do with self-management. You know, one of, the, one of the keys, which means that you are a actually able, sometimes, you know, and I use this word and many people, you know, don't like the word, but it's sometimes you are able to control yourself, mm -hmm. you know. So by, by being able to control yourself, by being engaged with self-management and self-awareness, it's actually one of the other steps of, or one of the characteristics or concepts of um, emotional intelligence, mm -hmm. uh, you are able to actually uh, communicate with yourself in a more conscious way, which then leads you to communicate with others in the same conscious way. Mm -hmm. So this is a little bit about uh, emotional intelligence. I mean, there is much more, but uh, uh, another thing has to do with listening, you know, like, like I spoke to about. Um, listening is also one of the most emo amazing things about emotional intelligence. Mm -hmm. And um, again, it's about practicing, you know, it's uh, about uh, perceiving, about understanding and about uh, dealing with emotions in the most conscious way. So as far as listening, what what makes successful listening and what what is successful listening? What isn't successful listening? So, you know, imagine that uh, you are trying to communicate to someone the best way possible so that you achieve an understanding of a situation or a circumstance. Mm -hmm. um, one of the disadvantages of not listening is that you are not able to really be discerning and really be focused on being assertive, hmm. right? Mm -hmm. So uh, this leads you to basically fall into, you know, creating the rush of hormones that really affect your brain and really makes you totally foggy in terms of being able to discern. And so listening really means that, uh, and, and one of the most amazing parts of listening is that you are able to really see what's happening inside your body and not reacting according to what's happening. So, you know, if you see a tiger in the woods, you know, your reptilian brain, brain will trigger this uh, mechanism, the fight or flight mechanism, yeah. you know. So in that moment, your body is rushed with so much adrenaline mm. because, you know, the, the fear, which is so vital for the ego to actually tell you, you know, this is a life threatening situation right. let's do one of the three otherwise we will die <laughs> so uh, what happens nowadays is that there are no tigers anymore no. and there are many many situations that still trigger that mechanism that still flush our bodies that make us like you know so emotional and so dragged by by that uh, energy that is not really part of a strong mindset yeah. and uh, and and uh, you know if I may, we become a bit more like uh, um, non-rational animals. And so emotional intelligence with listening means that you actually become a bit more conscious. I'm not saying more evolved or anything. You just become a bit more conscious. You know, you, you, you start thinking about things in a different way because there's more than the emotions mm. and more than, than the hormones that actually become your reality. So, so you know... You can try, you know, try, try communicating to your wife or to your girlfriend without listening to her and just go blah, 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 blah. And whatever she speaks, you pretend that you listen, but you don't really listen and see the results. I mean, it's, it's obvious, right? It's always mm. what's going to happen. So listening is really, really part of everything that is happening today in social media, in, in marketing, in the way that we sell our things or the way that people try to sell 
their things you know mm-hmm. it, 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 it all comes to, to this yeah and i know there's like cues there's certain cues that emotional intelligence focuses on or or, you know like in emotional intelligence and in listening and communication in general there's they i think they say it's what physiology is is 60 percent the tonality is another 30 percent and then um you know the words are another 10 or 8 percent or whatever the the ratios are um but i think it's important to know that there's certain cues to look out for how would you recommend we become more aware of those cues and utilize those to our advantage so you mean you mean the cues to to listening or to emotional intelligence yeah it's cues yeah cues that other people give us that we need to be aware of because a lot a lot of people aren't aware of what means what when someone raises their eyebrow you know what does that mean micro expressions different cues so i'm curious if you had any any guidance on that Sure. I mean, that's that's a, a huge question for me, really. Uh, uh, basically, uh, there is, you know, I, I don't know exactly the relations, but what I know is uh, non non-verbal communication and verbal communication. Mm-hmm. And what I know is actually that, uh, you know, not only because of the way that we process in the brain or the percentage of what we can process in the brain mm-hmm. uh, makes us conscious of what, what, what is happening, uh, that's, that's what becomes um, uh, verbal. Mm-hmm. So if Einstein had like, uh, uh, the awareness of 13% of his brain capacity, and uh, if he says that usual normal people have like between 7 and 10, then I would say that that, that becomes what, what's verbal. Mm-hmm. Everything else that is uh, non-verbal has to do really, in, in my opinion, with uh, the way that people look at you, hmm. you know, the expressions on their eyes. For me, yeah. it's really, really, really how they, how they communicate. The way that they communicate with their hands, it hmm. really shows what's happening inside their, their mind, sort of speaking, right. and uh, really translates what the communication is about. Um, I know that, you know, like uh, every time people look up, it means that they are thinking Mm. Um, every time people, or you know, every time cannot be the, the, the case, but right. you know, many times when people look down, it means that they are not telling you the truth. Mm. You know, that, that's two things that, it, that they are very, very common. Mm. Um, but then it's it's about activating something else inside of you, the listener, which is for me what what is more important, you know, more than anything else, which is the intuition and the the kind of uh, emotional intelligence that requires for you to actually notice those those cues. Because many times, actually, people are, you know, actors. We are all actors. And we are all trying to get our way around things. And, mm-hmm. uh, you know, like the snake just, uh, you know, we, we will manage to, to convince or to actually to convince ourselves. Yeah. You know, that, that's the worst, you know. We convince ourselves of the lies that we tell our, ourselves. And when we tell them, it becomes so natural. You know, it's mm-hmm. like... We, we don't even think about it. We, we don't judge ourselves because we repeat it so many times over and over again that it becomes our reality. And that, that's where the BS comes from. Mm-hmm. So I would really look at activating everything else that allows you because uh, that allows you to understand those cues because everyone is different also. You know? mm-hmm. yeah. Some people are more extroverted. Some people are more introverted. Then how do you actually understand the cues from an introverted person who stays very quiet, doesn't move, stares at you in the right place at the right time, but doesn't give you any cues. Mm. So, you know, it really depends on the situation, also the environment, you know, what, what is the environment, you know, um, that, that also counts a lot. And, uh, and really, uh, sometimes it depends on the, how the, pe- the person is feeling. Yeah. So it's, it's really good to, to even ask people, you know, how are you feeling? How, you know, is this, or even ask, you know, like, yeah. are you expressing this because of this or that, you know, in relationships, it's so mm. important, you mm. know. Are you actually saying what you mean? No. Do you actually mean what you're saying? No. You know, uh, and and this has to do with the feminine and the masculine. You know, I, I know that the masculine is is much more direct. The feminine is much more like, uh, no, I don't want you to help at all. When, when they are actually saying, you know, I really want your help. Right. You know? <laughs> so you know those cues. You know, how can you get them by being really. Um, emotional intelligent intelligent yeah. or really finding your intuition but also asking you know and yeah. if there is really a powerful communication then uh, and, and a truthful one then perhaps uh, the person will say look yes I'm, I'm really saying this but i mean the opposite hmm. yeah absolutely and i i love this too because um we can reflect on our own 
about how we're doing and our performance and still be completely oblivious to communicating with other people. And I believe it's so essential to check in with other people. We talked about, you know, are you, are you really saying what you mean kind of thing? And ask them, how, are, how am I showing up? What did you hear out of what I just said? To make sure that the message sent was the message that was delivered, you know? Totally, totally. Yeah. I mean, that's, that's where communication comes from. You know, mm-hmm. it's really asking the right questions and uh, not being afraid and uh, really being truthful to yourself. And mm-hmm. even if it's in an awkward situation or with an awkward person, you know, sorry, I didn't understand what you said. Or did you understand what I said? Mm-hmm. Did you understand what I meant? Mm-hmm. Not what I said, but what I meant. Mm-hmm. You know, because it's, it's so important and, and it, it needs to come from a space of uh, openness and communication. Yeah. You know? Hundred percent. Awesome. Well, dude, Wahido, we've covered a lot of really good stuff. Is there anything else that you that you felt our audience needed to know to become our greatest possible selves, to do that mindset shift, to really master emotional tele- intelligence? Anything else? And or let's let's wrap up the conversation that we we had with you know the final points kind of thing. You know, for me, uh, you know, asking the what if mm. is one thing that I would like to repeat because and and to really just one minute, uh, uh, you know, uh, go into it just, just for a little bit because it's something that I started doing for myself and uh, it really, really totally changed my reality. Not only my professional reality, but my personal reality with myself and with the, person, the people that are more, more close to myself. So, you know, asking what if is really open up all the possibilities mm. of the way that you can dream, the way that you can see your life Mm. in a totally different way which you know doesn't have to be you know huge but you know can can really be like a small shift in consciousness and really say to yourself you know what if i would do this could it really happen Mm. you know because if you don't ask yourself you will never get it and once you start asking those questions then to really really ask yourself what if i would start doing exactly exactly what i love to do yeah you know, yeah. you know, it's 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 like, you know, it, there is no words really because when you when you wake up and you really really totally clear that that's what you were born for, or maybe were born for on that day, you know, because you know your purpose and your your goals might change from one day to the other. You know, I've been in that situation. Mm-hmm. One in the morning something is cleared, in the evening that clarity changed or or evolved to something else. But still, you know, if you don't ask those questions, uh, perhaps, you know, one of the challenges could be, you know, every morning ask yourself something that totally makes you see things in a different way mm. by asking what if. Mm. And, you know, like in the morning, perhaps, what if today, uh, instead of the, the clouds and, and the rain, I could see the sun behind the clouds? Mm. And, and, you know, like Einstein said, imagination is more powerful than knowledge. Mm. Why did he say that? One of the most amazing intelligent human beings on earth that ever stepped on earth Mm. so you know uh, just close your eyes and imagine the sun behind you know not only imagine but feel it you know the imagination that comes from the kinesthetic parts of your of your body you know like you feel it you know it's just it's just something you know very very interesting I love it, man. I love it. Great, great, great uh, discussion and great topic. I love the what if. I love the imagination and really using that, utilizing that to focus on our dreams and our goals and have that pull us forward, you know, like the energetically feeling it and experiencing it will will pull us forward towards our goals. So, Wahido, I know that there's people in our audience who are excited to be pulled towards their goals and you have a lot of solutions and ways that they can do that and when they stay connected with you, that will happen. When they grow with you, when they when they have a conversation with you, you know, they'll they will be pulled towards their goals and achieve their goals even faster. So, how can they do that and what are the next steps for them to take you know uh, I, I believe in acceleration you know mm. nowadays you know there's so much speed so 
uh, I actually offer a 30 minute consultation, which I call the acceleration coaching session. Mm-hmm. And, uh, you know, it's 30 minutes that we really, you know, I, I ask you to fill out the form. So I'm really clear about what to tackle in that, in that 30 minutes. Mm-hmm. And, uh, you know, I really, really want to help people, uh, not only using emotional intelligence, intuition, etc., but goal setting, you know, a step-by-step process that can really get you to where you want to, to go. Mm-hmm. And so I also do this with my, my normal, uh, coaching practice where, where I have several packages uh, depending on, on your objective or your goal. But I also developed, you know, nine different online courses which I offer on Udemy and, and other platforms and that is all on my website. And uh, the last one is really, really interesting because it's about mindset and self-awareness for entrepreneurs that want to basically, you know, you know explode Mm. their their uh, gains and, and their reach and uh, you know their communication with their audience mm. and so you know a- anyone that is like blocked with like you know i'm doing everything but there's no results mm. you know that's that's what it's for you know it's to really shift the way that your mindset is geared and uh, create a lot of self-awareness about yourself about your your product your services and your audience mm. and so Amazing. that's that's basically what i what i'm offering Cool. And how do people do that again? What's the link or how do they communicate with you? Yeah, I mean, uh, you, you can just go to wahidomarata.com. That's W-A-H-I-D-O-M-A-R-A-T-A.com. Uh, my handle everywhere on all social media is wahidomarata. So you can, you can just, uh, you know, find me anywhere. And uh, if you go to mindset.wahidomarata.com, then you get to my, my workshop, my online mm-hmm. workshop course and uh, it's really really interesting and uh, if you really really want to to get to to this course today uh, I'm, I'm willing to offer you uh, an amazing 40% discount on this course so uh, you know just send me a message or you know perhaps send a message to Chris and uh, I will give you a code that leads you to a 40% discount uh, I really really want to support you and uh, you know I want to exchange energies and exchange ways that we can support each other so mm-hmm. this is my goal Amazing, amazing. So you heard it. Go to mindset.wahidomarata.com and search for Wahido Marata for all Instagram handles. He is rocking it out. And dude, we're definitely gonna have to bring you back on maybe, you know, spring or something like that of next year to talk about more of the how you've gotten to build your brand and build these courses and, you know, uh, impact these influencers and stuff. Because I think that's another dimension of you that's super awesome. And you're doing amazing in the coaching and and just, you know, sharing the wisdom of emotional intelligence and in technique. So thank you for what you do, brother. We appreciate you coming on here. I, I'm so grateful getting to, co- to know you, getting connected with you, to grow together. And let's make this year our best year ever and 2019 even better, dude. Thank you so much for coming on, Wahido. Thank you. It was a pleasure, Chris. Thank you very much. Yeah, you're welcome. We'll see you soon, okay? See you soon. All right. Bye-bye. Bye-bye.